with the first overall pick in the hashtag CT base high and tight fantasy baseball draft, Team Pete selects. Hello and welcome to High and Tight on Game Time CT. I am Scott Erickson, and we are joined as always by people. Guaga, Pete, good morning. Good morning. We're here on a Monday now. Monday. Monday. The conference tournaments are starting. We got to get going. Um, so we're going to, this is going to be, this is one of our favorite ones of the year anyway. And then we ramped it up and made it even more fun. So yes. we're going to do our conference uh, tournament predictions, which always does well. People always like. Pete and I have a new thing that we're doing this year. We're doing it today. And we are doing a fantasy draft. And we are taking kids from all over the state. Um, this is not our all-state team. These are not the kids who are going to necessarily make all-state. These are a team that we're putting together position by position. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's generated a ton of interest already on Twitter. I mean, and, and you must be getting bombarded too with stuff. Yeah, I got I got some DMs of uh, some some demanding where they should go in the draft. <laughs> you better draft me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's exciting. Again, yeah, this has. No, nothing to do with our all-state teams. Our all-state teams aren't picked until, you know, after the state finals, uh, postseason factors into it, obviously. This is just for some fun. We're going to pick 11 players, three starting pitchers, a catcher, first baseman, second baseman, third baseman, shortstop, and then three outfielders. We could pick in any order. Um, and we, we'll, we'll, we'll go more into the draft when we get to the draft, but first we're going to do – some conference tournament predictions. Now, the, some conference tournaments started this weekend. Uh, the SWC and the NVL uh, played there. And the FCAC, too. And the FCAC, yeah. The FCAC had their playing around, which is a whole other thing, which I don't want to get into right now. Um, but some teams are out. Some we'll good teams the, are we'll, out. We'll call it the opening round, not the play-in round. Yeah, it's, they shouldn't have done it. Anyway, um, but so we're just going to go based off of what's left. Right. So we have the CTC, the ECC, the Shoreline, the NVL, the SWC, the SEC, and the FCX. We're going to try and go through them quick so we can get right to the draft. Um, we'll start with the CTC. Um, yeah. I don't, look, I'll be honest with you, don't know a lot about the CTC, but the one thing I do know is that Abbott Tech is the best team in that conference. Yes, they're the number one seed. And, of course, Pete, they're the best of the number one seed. They were undefeated up until about a week ago, and they were winning yeah. games handily, and they were winning games where they had to, like, walk off. Um, so this is a team that can win both ways. They're not just relying on blowing out teams. Um, so I really think this is Abbott Tech's tournament to lose. Uh, my prediction is that I have Abbott Tech over Cheney Tech, which is a kind of a storied program in the CTC in terms of baseball. Uh, but I'm going to go with Abbott Tech. I'm going to go with the team that has been the best team all year in the CTC. That doesn't always happen. But I think in this tournament, Abbott Tech will win the CTC championship. Uh, I like that pick. Uh, I'm just going to switch it up a little. I'm going to take Abbott to win. I'm just going to have them be an LS Tech. I think LS Tech um, played some tough teams this year and actually went out of conference, played two games against Manchester, played EO Smith, uh, lost those games. But it, it always helps you when you're playing teams. Uh, so I'm going to go Ellis Tech, but I'm going to take Abbott Tech to it also. All right. Now we'll move on to the to the ECC. Uh, our friends up in the quiet corner, they start actually on Tuesday. Um, they, yep. they ramp it up. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, 
There, there's no messing around in the ECC for the conference. And a lot of teams get buys. A lot of teams get buys in the first round this year. Yeah, so they had, uh, I think, 12 teams get in. The first four get buys. Um, I am going with – who? where did I write it down? I have – here it is. All right, I am going with Waterford over Fitch. Uh, Waterford won a state title in 2019. Um Probably would have been the preseason number one last year if we had a season. They only have two kids back from the 19 team who had experience on this team, and they've still gone out and won and won and won. Coach Palooza does an awesome job up there. Waterford's a team to beat in the ECC, and I, I have them playing Fitch. Fitch is one of those story programs in the ECC. They compete every year for titles. Them getting there as a five seed is not a stretch by any imagination. Uh, I feel bad for for my friends up at Killingly, uh, Bo, Bo and crew. They have the unfor- they had the unfortunate, you know, place of being the three seats. So they get Waterford in the semis, um, and I think Waterford's one of the best teams in the state. So I'm going Waterford over Fitch. I like that, and Fitch is the only team that has beaten Waterford this year. So a little bit of history there, also. Um, best to play the one extra game. We'll see how that affects their pitching. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to go number one Woodstock. I think Woodstock's having a really under the radar season. Uh, has won some big games up here. I think they're going to make the championship game, uh, and I'll have them going against uh, number two Waterford in the final. I'm going to I'm going to shake it up, and I'm going to go Woodstock with Woodstock winning this thing. Really? Uh, so my pick, Ooh. yeah, my pick in the ECC <laughs> is Woodstock. I I, I do love. Um, Waterford, but I'm just going with an upset. It's not an upset; they're the number one seed. Yeah, but uh, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Woodstock. I say upset because Waterford is obviously the team that's ranked in the top ten poll. Um, you know, they have a little more uh, cachet, I guess. I don't know what it is. You know, that that people seem to like them out of there. They, they have a great history. Uh, but I'm going Woodstock. Let's go Woodstock. All right, and the ECC is going to be fun. Now, this is. The next tournament we're going to do is the Shoreline Conference. Now, I, if you've listened to the show over the past, you know, three, I think this is our third season doing it. Um, I love the Shoreline tournament. I think Shoreline teams get, they don't get as much love and respect uh, throughout the state during the regular season. Then when we get to the postseason, that's when the Shoreline really shows up. It's a lot like the NVL in that way as well. Um, And, you know, the teams that compete in the Shoreline, they're gritty. They fight. Um, you know, a team like HK is always in the mix. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Coach Brooks just won, I think, his 700th game this year. Um, you know, and that's a team where they don't they don't have a guy who's pumping 90, pumping 80. You know, they throw strikes, they play small ball. Uh, and then when it gets to, when we get to the state tournament, there's always one or two shoreline teams that make runs. Uh, and it's great. That said, I do have HK in the finals. They are the two seed, so I'm not really going on a stretch here. And I have them playing number one, Coggenshaw. And I'm going with Coggenshaw in this final. Look, when you get to it, the best players step up in the biggest moments. And Kobe Pascarelli from Coggenshaw is one of the best players in the state. We might hear his name called later uh, on this podcast. He is the best player. I don't know how their pitching is going to line up, but – He's a great outfielder. He could hit. He's the best player in the shoreline. And if he's going to be playing in the championship, then I'm putting everything I got on Cog and Chalk to win it. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I'm similar. I am going to take Coggenchuk to win it. Uh, I'm just going to take them to pick. Uh, I'm going to take Valley to make the final. Uh, HK obviously having a really good year, but lo- kind of like what Valley has going on up there. They've won some tight games. They lost a couple of real close games to you know fall to 13 and six. But I like what Valley Regional has been doing there, and I'm going to take them into the final. But I will take Coggenchuk for the exact reasons that you said. When you have the best player in these tournaments that could make a huge difference. Um, so I'm going to go cog and chug also. All right. Now, now over to the NVL, which decided to take a stick of dynamite on Saturday and blow up the entire <laughs> bracket as number one, Woodland and number two, St. Paul, I'm sorry, number so one, St. Paul yeah. and number two, Woodland lost in the first, in the quarterfinals, quarterfinals on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Woodland lost two nothing to Naugatuck, and St. Paul lost ten to seven to Watertown. So the seven and eights advance, and then Torrington is a five beat number four Wolcott. So the semifinals are set for today, Monday. Naugatuck across Watertown at Torrington. It's only two games we really have to guess here. I'm going with Holy Cross and Torrington in the finals, and then I'm going to go with Holy Cross to win the NBL. Holy Cross is a team. Yes, it's a Catholic school playing in, you know, a smaller conference, whatever. Holy Cross is always competes in the NBL. They always compete for championships in baseball. Uh, it's a very good program. And uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to go with the history. Uh, look, I covered Torrington for like three years exclusively. I love, you know, they do a great job up there. They have a very good program as well. What's interesting is I believe up until a couple of years ago, the NBL finals was played in Torrington at Fusnich Park. Right. Now, with the, all the renovations down in, down in Waterbury, Municipal Stadium is hosting the NBL Baseball Finals this year. So now it's a home game for Holy Cross in there my opinion. So that's why I'm going with Holy Cross. If the game was at Fusnich, I'd probably go with Torrington. But it's in Waterbury. I'm going with Holy Cross. Uh, I like the Torrington pick. Uh, obviously, Holy Cross is a really good team. Um, I've kind of liked Naugatuck all season. I, I, for early in the year, I thought they were a top 10 quality team. Obviously, they've lost some games along the line here. I'm going to take Naugatuck to reach the final uh, and play against Torrington, and I'm actually going to take Nogi, the number seven seed, to, to win this thing. They're a good team. They fight. I saw them earlier this year against Seymour. Um, they're a good team. And the NVL, like I said, I, I compared it to the shoreline. To me, they're kind of the same conference. And then they get teams who get into the States, and all of a sudden they make runs. And, and I think uh, the top half of the NBL is really good baseball. You know, obviously we can talk about the bottom half being one of the weaker divisions in baseball uh, with some of the teams that are in the bottom half of the NBL, but the top half and then all the teams that made the quarterfinals, like when I looked at those eight teams, I said, any of these eight teams can win this, you know, and then that includes number eight, Watertown. And obviously Watertown and Malcolm were good enough to win their first round matchups against really good teams. I mean, yep. Woodland and St. Paul are really good teams. So, um, I and think if, this is up for grabs, and, and I'm definitely going. I'm going Noggy, though. If Watertown still has Don of the Rock, they need to let me know because then I might have to change my pick. Yeah, Don of the Rock is still out there. I don't know if that got retired or not, but if Don of the Rock is still still going out there, we need yeah, to see Don it. of the Rock. It's great. Uh, Guerrero, who started that at Watertown, is you know going to be playing hopefully for in the College World Series with Fairfield. So. Yeah, Crazy. amazing. He's one of, one of the guys at Fairfield there, exactly. Crazy. All right, going to the SWC. SWC started on Saturday. Uh, semifinals are today on Monday. New Fairfield is playing Brookfield. Weston is playing Massick. New Fairfield was the only 
higher seed to win. They were the five. They beat New Milford, who was the four, uh, to get in. And I'm going to stick with the Rebels. Um, I got New Fairfield beating Brookfield in the semis, and then I have Massick beating Weston in the semis, and then New Fairfield beating Massick in the finals. It's the same kind of reasoning for the shoreline. You have Braden Quinn, you have Matt Garbowski, you have other guys on that team who are high-level baseball players. Again, not saying that the other schools don't. These guys are next-level players. Um, when in doubt, you go with the best. Again, I don't know what their pitching lineup is. I would imagine Quinn is probably going today. Uh, a lot of the top pitchers in the state have been pitching on Mondays, and I believe Quinn is as well. Um I'm going to take him against Brookfield in the semis and then get to the finals and see what happens. But I'm going with New Fairfield to win the, S- the SWC. I'm going to go slightly different. I am going to take New Fairfield and Mastic to win today. Uh, I think Brookfield uh, is a really good team and beat both of those teams. Beat Mastic by one, uh, beat New Fairfield by two. But like you said, if, if New Fairfield's pitching lines up the way we think it is, uh, that is a different situation. So, I will take New Fairfield to make the final, but I'm going to take Massick to win the SWC this year. Massick can hit. They can score. They have a lot of different guys in that lineup, one through nine, who can do some damage. So, I mean, hey, if New Fairfield doesn't pitch Quinn today and they beat Brookfield, then Quinn versus Massick in the finals, which would be pretty sick. Then, then it's a whole other thing. It, it, it is tough in baseball. You never exactly know how the pitching is going to match up. Yeah, it's not like there's like MLB.com the where the coaches upload who's pitching when. No, I mean, I, I always find the basketball tournaments much easier to predict than, than baseball. Obviously, baseball is just is so, so hard to predict. I don't, know, I don't think I'll keep my, like, 700 or 800 winning percentage that I had in a girls' basketball tournament. <laughs> no, baseball is <laughs> a little different. Uh, all right, so, excuse me. Now we're going to what we think are the two most competitive conferences in the state. I think a lot of people agree with us in that sense. Uh, you have the SECs, and the SEC is starting with their quarterfinals today. Eight teams are in. Um, I look at this list, and I see seven teams that can win the SEC title. Yep, I uh, agree 100%. And the way they did it this year, they had the four divisions, and each team who won their division got a spot, and then they reseeded from there. Uh, Hands playing North Haven, West Haven, Xavier, Hamden, Shelton, Fairfield Prep, and Amity. Um, I am going with, in the SCCs, I am going with Hand over Amity. It will be the third time that they play. Hand has beaten Amity twice. Beating beating Amity three times is not easy. I really like this Hand team. I think this isn't the most talented team that they've had at Hand in the past five years, but this team knows how to win close games. They know how to win games differently. You know, if they're not – hitting the tar off the ball. They're still finding ways to win, whether it's stealing bases, taking extra bases, playing excellent defense. Um, and Amity, I, Amity's going to have a hard road to get there. They're going to have to beat Prep first, and then they're either going to have to beat Shelton, who beat them, or beat Hamden, who's the number two. So it's not going to be an easy right. road for anyone uh, in terms of other games, just because they're playing today. I, have Xavier, I think Xavier is going to beat West Haven. I think we don't talk about Xavier enough. Um, I think they're really good. Uh, we just, we just don't talk about them enough. You know, they, they've lost some games where you kind of have your, you know, you scratch your head a little bit, but I think they're very talented. Uh, but hand over Amity, 
in the finals on Thursday night at West Haven. I'll be there in a full ski gear suit so I don't get bit by any bugs anymore. <laughs> yeah. You need like the, the breaking bad suit. Thing yeah. <laughs> My God. Uh, I'm going to go a little different here. I am going to go with uh, Fairfield Prep, the Jesuits, uh, to get to the final out of that side of the bracket. Um, again, you know, any of these teams could be any of these teams, so it's not going to be a super surprise. Um, I've been going back and forth with the other semifinal. Uh, West Haven in hand obviously played one of the craziest games of the season this year with West Haven losing, you know, a hand coming back and rallying from whatever it was like 11, nothing or whatever it was and coming back and winning that game. Um, but I think hands focused on what they're doing here. I think hand will make the final, uh, but I'm going to go with prep to win the sec though. It wouldn't be a surprise. Prep is so fundamentally sound the way that they play. And again, another lineup one through nine. I mean, you could look at, they have guys who are bat third and fourth at the top of the order. They got guys who bat eight and nine who could do just as much damage in that lineup. And I realized what I just did is probably the craziest thing you can do is pick against Amity in a, in a postseason tournament. But I'm Amity, <laughs> Amity has lost. I went through it a couple of years ago. Amity has lost one SEC baseball quarterfinal game since they expanded to a quarterfinal yeah. matchup. Um, and that was when Bob DeMeo won his 900th game. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of, it, it's not the smartest thing I've ever done, but I, I think the preps are a really good team. Yeah. I, I think, think this is their time to make a little run here. And they, they won it in 18. So it's, it wouldn't be a crazy surprise. It's a great program, but again, but I, please, please mock away when, when if family goes ahead and wins that game. Yeah. But there are seven teams in that, in this conference, in this tournament that could win. Yeah. Um, so it's be very interesting. All right. I agree. Now on to the FCX, which had their first round play in a couple of big upsets. Uh, Norwalk beat McMahon. That's not an upset to me on paper because those are two schools Equal. in the same yeah. city. Um, but Norwalk, 17 1. That was the surprising part. That's they the went surprising up, part. They yeah. went up something like 13 nothing in the first two innings or something like that. Just absolutely dominated. Um, um, so they're, they're on as the 10. They'll play Ward. Darian beat Staples in eight innings. Staples got, what, four losses? Three are in extra innings? Yeah. Oof. It's, it's tough for them, but yeah. – and Again, then, an another team that when the state tournament starts, you're like, all right, Staples is here. Yeah. Uh, Ridgefield has Trumbull and Danbury has Greenwich in the quarterfinals on today, Monday. Semis are on Wednesday. Finals at Cubetta on Friday night uh, or Friday late afternoon. They want it under the lights. Uh, so I assume the, it's going to be evening, yeah. So for the FCX. They won't give me a 4.30 Friday game, I don't think. Oh, God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> what a dream that would be. Well, I, I'll, I be, I'll be at Palmer on Friday for the Shoreline, so I'm very oh, excited Oh, man. That. As much as I love you better, I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> uh, so for the FCX finals, I have Greenwich, the number one seed. What a big surprise, Pete. I have them over Norwalk. Yeah. Okay. I This Norwalk team – not that they keep surprising me because it shouldn't be a surprise it's high school baseball, but I kind of like how it matches up with them. Um, if they can get by ward on Monday, 
Norwalk would get Darian or West Hill in the semis. And yeah. uh, West Hill's good. Uh, Darian is the 14, is just coming in. This is a team, Coach Scott has won FCAC titles, multiple FCAC titles. And played uh, a I, bunch more. I mean, this is a team that when they get into this tournament, something clicks with them and they are always dangerous. Yeah. So I think it could play into Norwalk's favor. I could be so wrong, but I have Greenwich winning. Uh, I've only seen Greenwich once uh, and they beat Ward. I was really impressed with that lineup. Uh, the pitching will look good at the beginning. Uh, I mean, I didn't see Langhorn, uh, but Healy came out of the bullpen, pitched awesome. Um, and they had a couple of guys who could hit Justin Zilt, uh, their third baseman, Zilch. Uh, Christian Minjoni, got to give a shout out to Christian. I grew up with his second cousin. Wow. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, still is one of my best friends. Um, so it's a small world, but I was the first time I ever saw him play. I texted my buddy. I was like, I'm here to watch Christian. I hope he plays well. I think he went something like three for four and made like three really good plays at short. I was like, you know what, man? He's better than you were when we were in high school. But uh, I'm going to go with Greenwich. All right. Uh, I like Greenwich. I think Greenwich is a really, really good team. I think they're a top five team in the state. I think they're going to make runs in double L. Um, if things play out the way they have played out this year, I assume Langhorn pitches today against Danbury in the quarters. If they decide to switch that up, and then things change. Uh, but if it goes according to that schedule, um, I really like Trumbull in the second round. I like Trumbull in general. I think they're a really, really good team. One of the best top-to-bottom lineups that I've seen and have multiple pitchers and a deep pitching staff. So, um, And again, just another team that always plays so well in this tournament. So I'm going to take Trumbull going to the final on that side of the bracket, and I'm going to take Ward. Um, I think things just opened up for Ward. Again, as, as I said, I like Darien. West Hill is probably the scrappiest team of this whole bunch. They're always fighting, and Norwalk's done really, really good things this year. But I'm going to take Ward to make the final over Trumbull, and I'm going to take Trumbull uh, to win all to win the FCAC title. Trumbull over Ward? Trumbull over Ward, yeah. I could see that either way. I can. I, you look at – you see the 14 next to Darien's name, and you're like – but it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Mike Scott, I, they have – we were looking at it before. I want to pull it up because I think Darian has three or four wins this year. I could be very wrong. No, they it's have something five. like that. They have five wins. And I um, saw when they played West Hill earlier this year, it was a wild game. Went to extra innings and West Hill won. They like, went – they went four and 13 in the regular season. So they have five wins and they have wins over Greenwich and Staples. And this is their tournament. Cause I, I think they're not they're gonna be in the double well, tournament. So this, this is it for Darian, which makes them even more dangerous. Cause like, yeah, it's, these kids it's, are playing for everything. It's a, it's unofficially official. If you look at the CIAC standings right now, the 32nd yeah. team is South Windsor at four and 13 and they have, 31 power points. Darian is four and 13 with 19 power points. That said, none of this is official until the right. CIAC makes it official. And we, it seen looks like things. Darian's not going to make it. Yeah, it turn. looks like Darian's out, but we've seen crazier things happen. Uh, teams and with COVID and everything so else, you never know who might never know. dip out of this tournament either. So, exactly. So, right now they're not. So, this could be. God, if Darian wins the FCX with nothing to play for after that, that would be wild. It would be wild. And it's a year, obviously, where normally they wouldn't be in the FCX because you only take the top eight teams. Yep. Uh, this year, when they expanded it to everybody except for one team, 
I, I think I, I don't know if I said it to you, I said to someone, I said, Darian's going to be dangerous uh, coming into this tournament. And, and sure enough, you know, they, they, they shook it up already. So we'll see if they can keep it going. Darian's biggest problem this year has been their depth of pitching. So it, it's going to show uh, over the next few days, but uh, I would not be surprised to see Darian sitting there on Cubetta Friday night. Nope. I'm talking to Mike Scott again about another FCX championship. Oh, you could always thank him about my, uh, you'd always thank him for recommending me to team Andis. Yeah. Um, to change, change, change my game. Well, change my hair game. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and I hope someday that Mike Scott's kid uh, plays in the Trumbull Little League and he's the same age as my son, Sam. So I think at some point we tried to get those teams together in April. It didn't work out. Uh, their little league were Cal Ripken, but we're really hoping to get that game uh, at some point to get those kids on the field <laughs> against each other. All right. I love it. All right. We are going to be right back and uh, then we're going to do our draft. Okay. All right. We are back on high and tight. Pete and I have been pretty excited about this. Uh, it's the first time we've ever done it. Uh, it's our first fantasy draft for high school team. This is again just for fun. Uh, please do not place any wagers or spend any money on this. And, and we are not here to hurt anybody's feelings, we are just trying to have some fun. If you get picked, congratulations. If you don't, it's not the end of the world. And you can go out in the state tournament and show us why you deserve to be picked, and maybe you'll make the all state team. Again, this is not the All-State team. We are going to do that after after the tournament. So let's have some fun. Let's go. Pete, you are on the clock. I'm so nervous. Um, I'm very nervous. I, I mean, um, come on. You're nervous to make your first pick? We no, all well, know who you're taking. Right, so, I know. So, <laughs> so this is how it's going to go quickly. Uh, I'm going to take the first overall pick. Scott's going to pick two in a row, and then we're going to go one and one the rest of the way. Okay? So it's like a, a fake two man snake snake. draft. Yeah. 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 Because there's only two of us. <laughs> and I've been in fantasy leagues with Scott before, and he knows how terrible I am of drafting. <laughs> so, <clears throat> with the first overall pick in the hashtag CT base high and tight fantasy baseball draft, Team Pete selects Frankie Mazzucato, starting pitcher, East Catholic. <sighs> nice. <laughs> The jersey with the one on it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some Photoshop right, so edits. I get, I get two picks here. Yep. Uh, my first pick, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bat. I'm going uh, with an outfielder, and I am. I'm, I'm sorry, no, I'm going with a shortstop. I'm going with Ryan Daniels of St. Paul. Kid is just mashing. I need that bat in my lineup. I need that bat in my lineup. I will say. Uh, and then my second pick, I'm gonna hold go on. Back. Wait, about Daniels. <laughs> He was the one who reached out to me. He's like, yeah. if I don't go two, I'm going to be like, I, he's like, if I don't go two, I'm like, dude, I really want you to go four. Oh, did he say that to you? I didn't even know yeah. that. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it, Daniels. You're number two. I didn't know that you had uh, given Pete an ultimatum there. Uh, my number two, this is my number two pick really hard because all these pitchers are so good. But when you look at Carter Kelsey's numbers from Staples, they are just ridiculous. So I'm going to go Carter Kelsey Staples with my number two pick. Wow. Okay. Are you writing these down, by the way? I am. I got a Google sheet. Okay, good. Okay, good. I got, <laughs> I'm, I am going to 
forget. I'm gonna forget what positions I'm taking. I, I'm bolding. I'm write this down. I'm bolding kids on my big board who have been taken. All right. Um, with the second pick for Team Pete, I'm gonna stick with the arms, and I'm going to go with Miles Langhorn from Greenwich. Great pick. I I now have the best pitching rotation in the state of Connecticut. <laughs> It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. <laughs> and they were teammates this summer on the Evo Shield Canes, so they already have chemistry. Right. Now, Mazzucato, to be fair, only played one series with them, but sure. Chemistry. Fair they, enough. They, 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 they text. They text. <laughs> I like how you're going with the texting narrative here. They text yeah. each other. That obviously, they're going to be great our, teammates. Our, our, yeah, our, our team group chats are going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. Oh man, this is a tough one now. Um, super tough pick here. Uh, I'm gonna go with an outfielder and go Jake Pisano from Hamden, SEC Player of the Year. Uh, I know he's your boy, but I'm, he's I'm my boy. Him. He is my boy. Now your team has the hashtag drip. I got mad drip on my team. You do have mad drip on your team. Um, and then. And- that, and that means something in baseball. We got <laughs> okay. drip. We got swag. Yeah. Um, all right. With my third pick, I am going to go, since you took my two boys, Daniels and Paisano, those are my guys. I'm going to have to go with, an, with one of my other guys. I, know, I, wanted to get, I wanted to get all my guys on my team. I had, to ups- I had to upset the grapple card a little bit. You took there. two of my guys. I'm going to go with my other guy, and I'm going to go with Anthony DePino from Daniel Hand. Lock up the hot corner leader, great player going to URI middle of the order guy. Uh, and he's a guy and he has great food recommendations. So he adds that to my team. All about <laughs> it. All right. Uh, my next pick, I'm going back pitcher. Uh, I'm going to go Colby, uh, Colby Pascarelli from Cog and Chog. He's been an absolute stud this year uh, pitching in that league. You know, he gets, doesn't get as much recognition as the other guys, but coming back from time, I mean, he's awesome. So Colby, you're my dude. I, I got two K's. I'm going Kelsey and Colby with my pitchers. That's two K's. That's those are strikeouts, my friend. I was gonna say, are you taking Colby <laughs> as a starting pitcher or an outfielder? I think you're uh, taking pitcher. Him I'm taking him as a pitcher. 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 I want him on the mound. I want All him on the mound. That's fair. Um, the fact that this kid fell to me at four, which is what I was hoping for, the way that I drew this up he might be the best overall player in the state. And I think everyone sees him having success anywhere he goes going forward. And that's Juju Stevens from Amity high. Unbelievable that he fell this far, but there's that, that speaks to how great these kids are in in this state. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to bolster my lineup a little bit more here. uh, And I am going to go Mr. Anthony Steele first base from, from Shelton with my next pick. That ball comes off different off his bat. You're taking him as a first yeah. baseman? First baseman, yeah, first okay. I'm Take taking him as a first baseman. Time. After talking to the Woodland coach the other day, he coaches him in the summer, and he said he's just a different kind of player. So, And we already kind of knew that anyway, so I'm, I'm going steel here. That's fair. Um, I am going to shore up my starting rotation, and I mean – the fact that I'm going to have these three pitchers 
makes my team uh, you're not going to get a hit against my team and that's i'm going with Braden quinn from new fairfield um again more chemistry right the, the two of them are going to yukon the, and they text their their boys so uh Braden Quinn rounds out my starting pitching. Um, so I can't pick any more pitchers. All right. I like well, that. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the team, Braden. Welcome to the team, Braden. Uh, I am going to shore up my catcher's position here and go Matt Grabowski from New Fairfield going to UConn. Uh, there's a bunch of good catchers and I really like Zach Rampin and Amato from Weston and Meyerson from McMahon, but I'm going Grabowski. I think he's the best of the best. He, he was he was going to be my next pick because I love catchers and I love solid catchers and they change everything. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was not to be had, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I am going to go back into the outfield and I'm going to grab my second outfielder. And this kid is only a junior, uh, multi-sport athlete, potentially could play two sports at the next level. But I will tell you this, I haven't seen him play football since he was a sophomore, but I will tell you this, he is one heck of a center fielder. And I'm going with Drew Crone from Xavier. Great pick. Uh, I mean, it's a great pick. Underrated kid. Uh, having an awesome year. Um, is that three outfielders for you? you that two, is two outfielders. I have two Drew outfielders and Crone, okay. and I have uh, DePino at third. All right. I'm going to take an outfielder because I think you're going to probably try to take him next. Uh, and that's Bo Yurowski. I know you don't want to say his name because you can it but Bo Yurowski from Killington you are around you're going into my outfield he's my second outfielder along with Pisano oh you're taking him as an outfielder not as a, yeah yeah as outfielder yeah. oh man I am I am hurting now in the outfield I got one more <laughs> all right uh, luckily there's some really good outfielders still left so you're there right. are there are indeed and there's a there's a good pitcher left still on the board a couple of good catchers a couple of first basemen uh, short stops. All right. I am going to lock down my other corner position on my infield. Another one of Pete's guys. Yeah. One of my favorite, favorite kids that I've had the pleasure of covering for four years. Last year didn't really count. So three years, but I'm going with first baseman, get a lefty in my lineup, Sebastian Holt from Amity obviously. Mm. Yeah, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. All right. I'm going to take that. My last picture. I'm going to go Matt Scott Barlow. Uh, just uh, having an awesome year in the SEC. Probably the best pitcher uh, out there. Although he and Quinn, maybe, I don't know who's the best one, but they're both really, really good. And if it's a keeper league, I get them for an extra year too. I don't know if this is. How many keepers do we get in this league? Uh, if they're juniors, yeah. Well, you got Daniels and Scott as your keepers. Rolling deep. <laughs> got to think about the future, too. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to lock down behind the plate, and I'm going to go with Zach Rampin from New Canaan. Um, yeah. He's batting 340 this year. Actually just got his stats sent in, so I could say that with confidence. Batting 340 this year. But when you talk to – players from around the state who aren't in the FCAC and they talk about Zach, they're like, this kid is unbelievable behind the plate. I have Frankie Mazzucato, Miles Langhorn, and Braden Quinn. I need a guy behind that plate who can, you know, control my pitching staff and keep them calm and, you know, steal them strikes with framing, throw out guys, the rare guys that are going to get on base. And Zach's my guy. 
Yeah, probably the best defensive player of the state. Uh, when you look at everything, Zach is is so so good. I mean, that's great. And and his dad's boys with Bobby Valentine. So maybe we go to the restaurant, get some wraps. Again, it's all about team bonding. <laughs> that's a great spot for team bonding. I mean, the new Bobby V's is amazing with all the screens and TVs and everything down there. So that's awesome. All right. All right what so hold on. Here? Going into going into our last three picks, we'll just give an update. I need an outfielder, second baseman, and third baseman. Scott needs, yeah, Scott needs one outfielder, a second baseman, a third baseman, those those three. I need a shortstop, a second baseman, and another outfielder. Okay. Okay. I need to take a look at the big board here and see what I got coming up. Um, All right. I am going to go – off the board here a little bit. I'm going to take a freshman, a real keeper at second base, Alex Benetto, uh from New Canaan. I know it's back-to-back New Canaan guys, but he's batting 392 as a freshman, absolutely tearing it up. He's their best hitter. And if it's a keeper league, I got this kid for four years, and from all indications, he is an absolute stud. That's a good pick. Um, then you get a freshman who's playing at that high a level. I mean, I know Zach did that for New Canaan two years ago. Um, so he's back in the mix. I'm going to go at shortstop, and I'm going to take a guy who is an excellent shortstop. Not the best year for the team. They did get into the – excuse me. They did, get, they did get into the tournament. They won four games in a row to get there, and he was a big reason why. And I'm going to try to pronounce his last name. Ryan Shilaba, shortstop Cheshire. Uh, I picked awesome. him on all yeah. area at the uh, for the register when he was a sophomore. He was the only sophomore to make the team. He was on that Cheshire team that was really good and was probably their best player. He's their best player this year, having another great season. He's a great shortstop as well. Um, so welcome to the team, Ryan. I hope you like Bobby V raps and team text message groups. <laughs> All right, I am super torn by this last outfielder spot. Um, and I'm trying to see some stats here from what I got. So here are the two kids I'm torn between. I'm torn between Jake Benner from West Hill and Ray Leonazzi, Leonazzi from Trumbull. Um, really, really torn between the two of them. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go Ray Leonzi from Trumbull. I just, I, I like him. I like Jake Benner a lot. He's a junior. Um, I'm sorry. Benner's a shortstop. I am completely lost with that. What, what am I even talking about? Uh, so Benner doesn't play outfield, so we're not going to take him as an outfielder. I'm going to go uh, Ray Leonzi from Trumbull. Uh, I like Trumbull's team a lot, and uh, you know he's at, he's at the heart of that offense. And a great defensive outfielder. So I'm taking that Leonzi from, from Trumbull. That's a, that's a good one. I'm going to say. That's a roundabout way where I try to sneak a shortstop into the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. You texted me. When you texted me last week, you're like, this, what position? Is Paisano only an outfielder? And I was like, yeah, he only plays center. That day I went to the West Haven game. And after a pitching change, Paisano was playing shortstop. <laughs> I, like, I had him as infielder outfielder. I was like, I haven't seen him play. So I was like, he plays a little infield too. He, I think, he does but. play a little infield, but he is an outfielder through and through. But I saw it and I was like, oh, should I text Scott or should I try and steal Paisano as a shortstop? 
there's so many good shortstops too. It, it, it's really tough. All right. With my 10th pick or sorry with, yeah, with my 10th pick, I'm going back in the outfield to secure my outfield spot. I just saw this kid last week and awesome, awesome player. Uh, what a great bat. He's on one of the better teams in the FCAC and that's John Heitzman from Fairfield ward. He's got nine home runs this season. Um, ward again, one of the best teams in the FCAC. They could do some serious damage in the state tournament. His bat, is awesome. The ball flies off it in a home run against Greenwich. Uh, I believe, believe he is only a junior and he's committed to go to Quinnipiac. Kids really good. Ward, Ward has some really good players on here. There was another kid on Ward. We'll talk about some kids after who I thought about picking, uh, but I went with with the guy that I, I went with instead. But John Heinzman, welcome to the team. So going into the last round, I need to pick a second baseman. My guy is still on the board. And I'll explain why I waited till the end. And then you need a third baseman. Third baseman. I you your guy is still there, man. Yeah, Mr. Mac Burke <laughs> is my guy, and that's who I'm taking a third base. Uh, I only waited because you took a third baseman, and the the, the spot was there. Uh, otherwise, this guy would have been a higher pick. Yep. Um, but I, I think when I look at my team now and putting Mac Burke, Burke at third. With Daniels at short, Steele at first, Benveno at second. I mean, that is a lockdown infield defensively, and we are absolutely going to mash your special pitching staff. <laughs> and then with my pick, and again, he he's only going – he's technically Mr. Irrelevant, LOL. We don't have a, a car to give you like, like they do in the All-Star games. Yeah, uh, there's, no, there's no Mr. Irrelevant. If you're making one of these two teams, yeah. you're not irrelevant at all. But – um, the only reason he fell is because you had taken your second baseman and I didn't think you were going to take this guy. Cause I like refused to tell you who my second baseman was. <laughs> Cause I, I, I've seen him play. He's, I was asking, I kept asking him like, who you got in second base? Pete? And he's like, ah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Cause I wanted to hide him. Um, this so is I like, assume he's not, on, he's not on this list that you sent me of guys. No, he's not. Um, I did some digging. I thought he played another position, but I was pleasantly surprised that he plays second base, and that is Southington's Devin Pelletier. Oh, that's in the man, heart of the order pick. for Southington, one of the best offenses in the state. He's the guy. Uh, and when I saw that he played second base, I was like, Scott has no idea that he plays second base because I had no, no idea. He I thought he was base. playing short. I thought and he was I was like, short. I am totally going <laughs> to steal him. Now, he could play short in other games, right? The game that I saw them against East Catholic with Dio Moore pitching, Pelletier played second. And Good I was, enough. I that's looked through my book. I was like, oh, there's a four. I looked at photos that I took. I was like, that's him at second base. I thought you were going to take Wallace from uh, from St. Joe's. That's, uh, that's the other guy I had on my board for second base. Like, man, that's a great pick, Pete. That's All a right. steal. That is an absolute steal, steal. in the last steal round. Steal in the last round. So pumped about it. Let's run through our teams really quick. Uh, team Pete, the pitchers are Frankie Mazzucato, East Catholic, Miles Langhorn, Greenwich, Braden Quinn, New Fairfield, catcher, Zach Rampin, New Canaan, first baseman, Sebastian Holt, Amity, second baseman, Devin Pelletier from Southington, third baseman, Anthony DePino from Daniel Hand, shortstop, Ryan Chilaba from Cheshire, and my three outfielders are Juju Stevens, Amity, Drew Crone, Xavier, and John Heitzman, Fairfield Ward. For Team Scott, 
the starting pitchers are Carter, Kelsey, Staples, Colby, Pascarelli from Coggenshog, and Matt Scott from Barlow. In the infield, Matt Garbowski catching, Anthony Steele at first, Alex Benevento at second from New Canaan. Anthony Steele was from Shelton. Third baseman, Mac Burke from Amity. Shortstop, Ryan Daniels from St. Paul. And the outfielders, Hamden's Jake Paisano. Killing leaves, Bo Yarowski and Trumbull's Ray Lenezzi. Leonzi, I think Leonzi. it's Leonzi. Leonzi, nice Italian name. Yeah, very uh, nice. That is our draft. Um, I'm going to post this on the internet uh, with some cool graphics, maybe some photoshops. We're going to have some fun with it. Uh, I was so nervous. And and look, there were some other guys. I, I'm looking at my my my. There's like some now. really good names that we didn't pick. Uh, yeah, you know, 100%. Ro- Roman uh, DJ Acomo from Fairfield Ward, the catcher going to Duke, Junior Andrew Amato, Weston going to High Point. Scott, you didn't pick a High Point guy? Uh, I know, I didn't Weston. pick a High Point guy. And, or I didn't take the shortstop from East Catholic, too. I mean, no. but when, when you have Daniels there, it's tough. Yeah, Zach Rand, uh, Pete Meyerson from McMahon, uh, Danny Weinstein from Hand, Luke Lapley from Xavier, uh, Peterson from Newtown, uh, Jackson uh, uh, Ferogna from Farmington, shortstop going to UConn. Jackson Sacconi from Danbury. There's some really uh, good players not picked. Yeah, Mike Simonelli from Foreign, Colin Telford from Hand. And those are just guys that I quickly wrote down. There are a list of great players who who didn't make this. We This is fun. Like, you know, I joked, oh, I picked my guys. Like, yeah, like, you know, guys that I've covered and, and have seen it and know well and have known for years. Those are, I want, I want a team with great chemistry. I want, team chemistry. I want a team that loves being together, that goes out and gets dinner after. And we go to the, we go to the, we go to the best places for food after, you know, that's my fun. team's all business. We're going to show up. We're just going to win games. We're going to roll you, let you guys talk, let you guys chirp yeah. all you want to chirp. We're going to show up. We're going to play defense. We're going to pitch and we're going to beat you. That's it. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> and I got, to, I, let me tell you, something, I got some mashers in my lineup. Mashers. I'm just saying, if I, if this game is seven innings, yeah. I could go Frankie for three. Right. I could go Quinn for three, uh, for two. And then I could just have Miles come in with his 94, 95 mile an hour fastball and just pump it for two. I'm just saying. Sounds good on paper. It sounds good on paper, man. But you're going to be dealing with uh, with Steele and Grabowski and Daniels and Burke and Pisano. My lineup, dude. My lineup is going to crush. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, East Catholic coach uh, Mark Fiore uh, tweeted at us. He's like, whoever makes this, whoever makes this team, what, whatever. He goes, could we just get this game played? <laughs> that that would be even better if we could actually get this game played. Like when the season ends, let's all go meet up somewhere. At Palmer Field or Mu- Muzzy, let's go to Muzzy. Let's yeah. go to Muzzy and let, let's play this thing. Like yeah, well, uh, I would love that. The only, the only way that we could probably get this game done, for being honest, if you and me pitch. <laughs> <laughs> then we're talking. Then we're really ruining the entire game. Yeah, I know. I just I don't think many people are going to be like you know what. Yeah, Miles, why don't you go play in this in this old man game? <laughs> Yeah, I think we'd have, we'd have to increase our pitchers uh, for sure uh, yeah. to get a few more arms in there. So maybe these kids can just throw one in and get the hell out of there. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> we don't want to ru- ruin anyone's arm for sure. Yeah. Also, this game is never happening. But no, it, it would be not. super awesome if we did. Maybe we'll just meet in a sandlot somewhere. And, yeah, uh, maybe a hey, game time. You want to sponsor it? We could have a game. We'll play the parking lot and have them register that. Yeah. Oh, we'll just do <laughs> wiffle ball. 
There you go. Uh, so, uh, look, I had a lot of fun doing this. I know Pete had a lot of fun doing this. That was this. awesome. Um, and we really are not trying to hurt anyone's feelings or make you feel left out in any way. If we didn't pick you, uh, we know that there are some really good players. There's all there's kids who are going to make all state. We probably didn't pick tonight, yeah. so um, and we'll see about that. But we know that there's some good kids out there, and it was tough not taking a motto. My my the high point connection. Uh, I really wanted to take that kid, but how can I pass up Grabowski? I mean, like. No, I, 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 to be honest, I was sitting there thinking like, I'm going to take Quinn now, solidify my rotation and then take Matt with my next pick. Yeah. But you. But I went, I went, I knew you, you, you would lock down the pitching. So I tried to take the best kid at each other position and, yeah. uh, and steal them away from you there. Like while you built up this massive pitching staff that you have. Love it. Uh, listen, this was awesome. Uh, the picks were fun too. Uh, this is always one of our favorite shows and, and this made it even more awesome because with the draft. Uh, so next week we're going to be back with our all state, our state tournament picks, our state tournament picks, uh, which is even more fun. We're going to go through the entire brackets. We're going to pick a final four. We're going to pick a final two. We're going to pick champions. We're probably going to be wrong, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll be back next Monday. The tournament starts on Tuesday. Yeah, Monday so, again. We'll do it Monday again next We'll do week. it Monday, hopefully early. Um, depends on, you know, the oh, That's Memorial Day, huh? Uh, yes, it is. Well, to be honest, we could record it whenever they get announced and just hold it is what we theoretically could. We'll see how it goes. I, I got to work Monday get, anyway. I'm not polls, sure so. when it gets announced. It might be the end of this week. It might actually yeah. be the end of this week, so we might be able to sneak it in early and then run it for Monday. But There you go. We want to do our picks. We want to get those out there before games are played so that you guys can all tell us that we're wrong. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be back for state picks. And then I think the week after we get semifinal picks. Yep. Um, Cause semifinals are on the eighth uh, June of eight. And then obviously, you know, maybe we'll come back and do a show for our state final picks. Who knows? This is when it ramps up. This is when it ramps up. We got, we'll do a lot of shows and then we'll have the, you know, after the state finals, obviously we'll get some winning coaches on. Yeah. We had all we'll four last us. year. We had all we'll four. Have all four. Uh, hopefully get all four again. Um, yeah. This is the best time of year. I mean, like the best it, it's crazy for us. We're super busy, but I think I speak for Pete and everyone else at game time when I say that we love this time of year and like, are happy to be working these long days and, and everything else because yeah. and you'll see it, us it, out at awesome. championship games. We're, we're 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 scheduled to go to a lot of them. Uh, the yeah, we'll be at a lot of conference championship games. Uh, between Pete and I, we're hitting up most of them. Five, I would say. Yeah, I think we're hitting. I think five. so. I you know like um, I'd have to go back and look to see exactly where we're going to be, but you know I know I'm going to be at SWC FCAC. And somewhere else that I'm not remembering at this moment, Pete's going to be at NBL, Shoreline. Uh, someone's going to obviously be at SCCs. Yeah. yeah. At so, well. yeah. Uh, if you see us, come say hello. We, we love to chat, love to talk baseball all the time. And uh, we're both pretty approachable. Pete's a little more approachable than me, but I uh, once you get there, I, I am a nice guy. I, I'm not as outward as Pete, but always happy to talk about baseball with people i'm usually further away from the crowd standing alone but love when people come up and talk baseball so don't be shy guys out there all right all right for pete i'm scott we'll see you next week on high and tight later